Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. You really adopted the dark. I was born in it. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Bazinga. Two in the box. Ready to go. We be fast and baby slow. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Welcome to the Mock Geekmore Podcast, your favorite podcast where we like to talk, debate, and argue about your top four, Mount Rushmore, if you will, of your favorite pop culture subjects. Today's pop culture subject is favorite or best cinematic coaches. Uh, we are going to go around the horn. I am Nary Signs. With me, as usual, is Daniel DeBona. What's up, y'all? And then we got two newbies on the podcast today. We got uh, Daniel's friend, Alex. What's up, guys? How you doing? And we got my dude, uh, Toast, uh, down here from Big 105's uh, Podcast and Overshow. How you doing, brother? I've literally had 60 seconds to think about this <laughs> subject, so I'm fucked. <laughs> dude, it's a, first of all, uh, you're right. Uh, and uh, the, the funny backstory for, to the listener is we were supposed to have Diaz, Luis Diaz, on this uh, uh, po- episode. He, f- he completely forgot about it. He wasn't even home when, I, when it was time to record. Uh, and... Uh, Mind you, time to record was 20 minutes ago. It wasn't even like just now, like, oh, fuck, we got, I gave him an extra 20 fucking minutes and he's still not home, but whatever. So I called Toast and uh, knowing that, you know, that, that he's uh, good with sports and movies. And, uh, and here we are. It's Cinco de Mayo. We are recording on Cinco de Mayo. It's almost uh, nine o'clock in the evening. And it's fair to say that uh, Toast, at least, is uh, a, l- a little ahead of us in the drinking department right now. No, I'm drunk. I'm drunk. <laughs> All right. Fucking so drunk. We're going to go around the horn. Uh, how did you guys make your selections? DeBona, let's start with you. How did you make your selections for this for this mountain? So in the history of all the Rocky movies, a lot of people have been some sort of coach. So I uh, hope you all like Rocky. <laughs> all right. No, no I mean, in, in all seriousness, uh, I just I just pick movie coaches that I love. I'm going to be straight up with you. They are not all the best coaches. I went with coaches that I love and movies that I find to be really highly rewatchable. All right. Uh, Toast, how did so you make it? You're taking... So who are you taking? No, no. Well, we're we're gonna we're gonna go around the horn. Right now, we're just going around oh. explaining why we picked who we picked. How did we come up with our list? Toast for you. It's literally you just Google. You're googling shit right now, and you're picking your <laughs> and you're making your picks. Well, I've seen all the sports movies, but making the rank for between one and five of the coaches, one and four, it takes a little bit of thought because they all had they all bring sp- uh, certain qualities to the table to get their teams because all of their teams achieved the greatness of at least making the playoffs. So they, but they each took different paths to get there to get the best out of their players, and that's what, in essence, makes a coach a coach. Right, like a Pat Riley or a Don Shula, rest in peace. R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, yeah, it's one through four, oh, by the wow. way. Okay, Toast. R.N.P. So just, just so you know, uh, it's one through four. Mount Rushmore already has four presidents. Okay. We're going oh, oh, it's four. Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Sure. You hate Lincoln. Uh, <laughs> Alex, uh, what are you, what are your picks? I'm, I'm sorry, um, let me rephrase that. How did you come up with your picks? I'm sorry. I'm no, jumping I got the you, gun. I got you, I I'm got jumping you. the gun. Um, so I don't know if anybody knows this. I'm 23 years old, so I think you guys have a significant, at least in my mind, kind of age gap between where our movies would stand. So this make my picks make them off as like kind of straightforward because I, I do have a lot of the, the younger movies 
to me on that list. Alex, but, Alex, you don't uh, you you don't know two of us. This is the first time you're meeting two of us. You don't even know how old you're. Literally, just saying both of you look like shit, and I <laughs> know that I'm gonna be younger than both of you motherfuckers right here. And I'm not I saying you're mean, wrong. I'm not saying I'm you're inaccurate. At what he's looking at, and I'm like, yeah, two guys look like old ass fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying you're inaccurate. I'm just saying it's pretty fucked up that this is the first time we meet, and you're like, mm, I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm the youngest one in this group right here. I felt comfortable enough to just get it out there. Yeah. The young gun in this in this make I'm off was very stereotypical. All right, all right. <laughs> uh, I made my selections. Uh, it was uh, this is one of these lists where uh, I could do a thousand lists and all of them will be right, all of them would be wrong. So I didn't. I there was only one or two that I knew for a fact were going to be my number one or two. And if you've heard this podcast before, you know those who those two are going to be. I'm not really going outside the box for those two, but the other two, the threes and fours, were were up for grabs. So I kind of kind of went there. Um, all right, let's start off with our number fours. With the fourth pick. Number four. Round four. I'm in no mood for your wife's crack. Let's get it on. All right, uh, number four, DeBona. What do we got for number four, brother? My number four is a guy that I feel like, that I feel like embodies so many uh, coaches that I personally know, not necessarily coaches that I've had, but he is a suburban dad that got roped into this uh, and didn't necessarily want to do it, but then decided to try to make the best of a bad situation. My number four is Phil Weston from Kicking and, Kicking and Screaming. That's... Um, played by Will Ferrell. Movie came out in 2005, and it's just, it's, she's just hilarious. I mean, it's just, it's Will Ferrell basically being his character from Step Brothers and coaching, um, a soccer team. And uh, I'll just go ahead and let y'all know this is the path that I'm on for the types of coaches, um, <laughs> that I'm going to be picking. I'm not a big heartfelt sports movie guy. I like them fine, but, uh, like I said, Phil Weston, man, just he's he's hilarious. He's hyper aggressive. Like he's an anything to win kind of guy. Uh, coaches with Mike Ditka, which makes it equally hilarious, but uh, just really, really funny. There's a scene where he's coaching the kids on how to injure the other team so they can't play. And Mike Ditka, of all people, tells him that you shouldn't play like that. And he starts screaming at him that he's the assistant coach and he should has to go get him a juice box. And it's just, it's absolutely hilarious. I love this movie. I think it's one that, that people don't talk about Will Ferrell enough for being really funny. But uh, it's, it's a really, really funny one, like I said. And it's just, I've known so many dads who sign their kids up for some sort of little league sport. And there's a shortage of people who's actually, who are actually going to coach those teams. And so they just get roped into doing it. They don't really have any idea what they're doing. They're terrible with kids. Anybody who's played sports when they were a kid has had at least one of these coaches. It's just awful with kids and has no idea what they're doing. And so I think that Phil Weston is one that's, super high, uh, like hyper relatable in being like, yeah, I've known a Phil Weston or two in my life. So, uh, yeah. Number four, Phil Weston from kicking and screaming. Just absolutely hilarious. All right. Uh, I'm not a fan of that movie. Gotta be honest with you. I saw it once and I was like, uh, I could go with never seeing this movie again. I'm fine with it. I, uh, <laughs> I didn't think it was a bad movie. I just didn't think it was like anything. I was like, uh, all right. Uh, man, Robert Duvall as his dad, um, being in it is also just 
spectacular. I, like I said, I love the movie, um, and I think that I think that Phil is is just a guy like I, I, that anybody could possibly know. Yeah. I'll say this, Daniel. I, I've never met you before, but I am insane. I am very impressed that you're that passionate about a movie that I've never heard about before. You just. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm glad that you loved it. Uh, yeah, that sounds about right, man. I've never seen it. That sounds about right. I don't think anybody has. I don't think a lot of people have. I don't. I've I really heard don't. Of it. Not seen I it. Remember, I've never I heard remember, of it, Neri. Yeah, I've seen I it. it. Coming out, I just, I just never watched it. Yeah. What was the sport? Did I miss? What was the? Sport? He was, he was a soccer coach. Soccer. Okay. Yeah, he coached, he coached his son's soccer team. So kind of like Rodney Dangerfield and Ladybugs. Similar. Yeah. But, okay, but not gotcha. as, but All not right, as funny. Go. Uh, <laughs> Ladybugs yeah. was so much funnier. There's, there's, which, by the way, that movie does not age well. That movie does not no, age. Ladybugs. Ladybugs ages very poorly. Very poorly. There's um, a lot of sexual there's harassment. A scene where, there's a scene where Will Ferrell literally runs onto the field and like body checks one of the little kids playing, and then tries to like then tries to like protest to the ref that the kid's flopping. I mean, it's just it's ridiculous, but he's funny. Huh. Uh, all right, bro. Uh, Toast, what do you got for your number four that you all right, so had the number all of four, four minutes I'm going to go significantly older uh, than Daniel wins. I'm going to go – I don't even know what year this came out, but I'm going to start off with uh, Reggie Dunlap, who got the best out of his team in Slapshot, and that would be Paul Newman. <laughs> nice. Paul Newman in Slapshot with Reggie Dunlap would be my number four best coach. Now, he was a player slash coach, so it added responsibility that he actually had to be on the ice while it was going on, but he brought us, I mean, the, uh, the, the, the three Hanson brothers. I mean, he encouraged them to bring that play out in, in, in their play, to bring that personality out in that play, which I think we can all say just really was phenomenal for the movie. Oh, um, and so yes, props to him. I mean, movie. it really kind of took it to another level. So, and uh, just listen, the fact that he accurately was able to portray life uh, of a minor league decades long, like journeyman hockey player. And, I mean, listen, we all know that professional athletes make a lot of money, but minor league athletes don't make shit. And, like, they make, like, hundreds of dollars a week. And just kind of portraying that uh, and bringing that kind of across uh, in a uh, format that folks normally – we don't have a whole lot of hockey movies out there. You got the Muddy Ducks, and that's pretty much mainstream about it. Um, mm-hmm. But then, but now you've got uh, but Slapshot for the old school – what did you say? We got Goon. <laughs> well, God, God, I try to forget about that as often as I can, but thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, so I'm going to go with Pat, uh, Paul Newman as my number four, Reggie Dunlop from Slapshot. Right. Uh, I, you know what? I got to be honest with you, man. I was going to try to fake it and be like, yeah, it's great. I've never seen the movie. Uh, I, I know of the movie. Are you serious? I know of the movie. I just, I never, I have never got around to watching it. Uh, I know of it. It's hardcore comedy, Neri. It's not like, you know, r- lollipops and rainbows and unicorns comedy. It's like hardcore, like, you know, I'm going to fuck your mother sort of comedy. Like, it's good <laughs> shit. You got to watch that. It's old school good shit. All right. Yeah, um, it's yeah. funny. The way I came to watch Slapshot, Alex and I work in a sports bar here in Tuscaloosa. And um, uh, NHL Network, like, after games are done for the night, will air Slapshot at there least once a week. And so I had seen, like, all of Slapshot with no audio, like, three times before. <laughs> I was finally like, you know what? I need to watch this movie because I know everything that's going to happen. I just don't know anything anybody says. Now, what do you think about it? It's good. I like it. It is. It, good. it, it is. It's funny, and it, it's, uh, it, it reminds you well for a movie that was, like, in, like, early 70s or late 
I mean, early eighties or late seventies or something around. Yeah, it, yeah. It, I mean, it's it's the hockey version of one yeah. that I'm going to have coming up later. There you go. All right. Come on, Neary. All right. I, I'm not saying it's not a good movie. I'm just saying I haven't seen it. I'm uh, just saying, Neary, you got a lot of time on your hands right now. You should have time to watch Slap Tide. It's only like 90 minutes. Oh, uh, you could tell you don't have children. You could tell. <laughs> oh, you could dude, tell. I look at your social posts. You're watching a different movie every three hours. <laughs> First of all, I watch one movie a, on the weekend. The, now, that one movie does take three hours, but that's a one movie. Um, but it's movies you've seen before. I, I know. It is. It is. Um, Open your horizons. Says the guy who, who refuses to watch any movie that's in black and white. Okay. Sure, Fuck you. I've been drunk. <laughs> Alex, uh, what do you got for your number four, brother? All right. Number four. The best coach, best legend in a movie I have ever seen right here, guys. Patches O'Houlihan oh. from Dodgeball. Yeah, I have I have Patches as an honorable mention. <laughs> Very Patches nice. Patches O'Houlihan from Dodgeball. Yeah, I kid you not. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. If that isn't the most, like the best life lesson you can ever get from a creepy old man in the wheelchair, I'll be damned. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's, no, there's no argument. I'm very surprised that the Bono doesn't have this on his uh, on, on his list. He didn't table it. I'll, look, I'll be I'll be I'll be 100 percent honest with you. It was gonna make my list, and then Jeff buried that joke for me on uh, social media. <laughs> so I moved him down to honorable mentions. I even texted him. I was like, "You buried my number four, so now I got to switch it up." Yeah. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> no, what was it? Uh, dodge, duck, dive, and dodge. <laughs> Dip, duck, dive, dip, and die. Like, yeah. duck, dodge <laughs> twice, duck once. It's fantastic. Who knows what? I love that movie. Yeah, that, and, and the way he the way he dies too. It's just it sign falls on him, and then right. But does, it's a sign. Legendary. It's a sign that says "Look at the Irish," which is yeah. fucking hilarious. <laughs> which so is hilarious. Like in and out. Best, I bet he got paid for that shit too. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what's funny. You know what's funny about that movie is that as like it has such crude comedy and such like uh like ob- like crude like sexual orientation comedy like it has all these comedy yeah. and the part that does not age well is the motivational speech that Lance Armstrong gives at the end of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's the part that doesn't age well. <laughs> that's, that's the part that you watch and go, mm, I, that's you shouldn't take advice from him. That's not that's not cool, man. That's not cool. <laughs> And I mean, and all things considered, I mean, Patches did take a group of guys who'd never even really played the game, and they went on to, you know, win the the big one, you know, on the Ocho. Where were they? Vegas. Yeah, Vegas. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so they 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 achieved, you know, the 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 great coaching underdog thing, right? Where they they went from nothing to winning it all. Yeah, he was able to buy Globo Gym after that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Shit, best coaching of all time. That's, well, that's just the start of it. Uh, my, uh, that's a good pick, brother. That's a good pick. So we got uh, we got uh, Patches of Hulahan from the Hudgeball. Uh, my number four is gonna be uh, a gentleman that takes no shit. You know, this is the kind of hard nosed guy, kind of coach that he's gonna just he's gonna do whatever it takes if he has to manage a game from a hospital bed. He he's gonna fucking do that. All right. And uh my number four is Lou Brown from Major League. Oh table. Oh, we gotta table it. All right. Damn, it All should right. be higher. <laughs> well, uh, that's why it's why it's getting tabled. It's, it's getting tabled. We're list. gonna leave it on the table because uh, uh the bonus has it higher. All right. So there you go. All right, so our number four is where uh, 
Paul Weston from Kicking and Screaming. Um, Phil Weston. Phil, I'm sorry that I did. Yeah, I, you don't even know the name of the character. Ah, because that movie sucked. Uh, no one's <laughs> heard of the movie. Reggie Dunlap <laughs> from Slapshot, Patches O'Houlihan from Dodgeball, and Lou Brown from Major League. So so far, I think you know that's that's a pretty decent list, man. If you if you're if it you know, is yeah, four different sports so far for number for number four, I think that's a pretty decent uh, list right now. Round three. Three is a magic number. Yes, it is. All right. Uh, number three. Uh, the bono. What do we got? Uh, my number three uh, is a guy kind of like Phil Weston who got pulled into this, didn't have any plans of necessarily doing it, but he has the added element of the fact that he is completely washed up at the major league level of doing what he was coaching. My number three is Morris Buttermaker from the Bad News Bears. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Honestly, you can, uh, you know, it could be Walter Matthau. It could be Billy Bob Thornton. I'm fine with either one. I think they both (laughs) brought something different to the role. But um, I personally really like Billy Bob Thornton's take on it because it feels like this weird blend of great coach and bad Santa. But um, Morris Buttermaker just is a guy washed out um, in the, the, the one I've seen more recently being the Billy Bob Thornton one. He was a pitcher for the Seattle Mariners, I believe, and uh, just didn't cut it. Uh, so it just becomes a raging alcoholic, kind of gets roped into coaching this team. They suck. He quits during the first game. Um, but, you know, honestly, for all of his faults, he ends up being a guy who uh, learns a lot of lessons, genuinely starts to care about the kids, and they make the championship game. They don't win but he even goes as far as to pull his star players and put his bench warmers in so every one of the kids gets a full experience of playing in the championship game. Uh, There's some really great elements to take away from either one um, uh, version of it. So I'm I'm considering my Morris Buttermaker pick as an an amalgamation of both of those guys, just Morris Buttermaker in general. But uh, just just absolutely hilarious to watch this guy uh, go out there. And, and then the Walter Matthau version, he teaches the girl, like, all the different places to hide, like, Vaseline and stuff like that for when she's throwing the curveball. Just a lot of fun to watch. Ends up being a decently heartwarming movie. He ends up really caring about the team and doing what's best for them and for everybody. And he learns – you know, he, as the coach, learns that there's more to it than just winning. And it really becomes about him and the team. And it's a really stark turn. Uh, the, the parts of Morris Buttermaker that I, that I like are equally the drunken asshole at the beginning and the guy who comes to terms with the fact that Little League ball is not the majors. And you're, you're worried about kids. And it's, it's something where I, Little League baseball is probably my favorite sport ever like i like i will watch the little league world series 
playing little league ball, coaching uh, little league on, ball. I know that it's absolutely toast, yeah. Go ahead, toast. You're looking at you look. You had the same face that I had for a split second, but you're he lives in. Well, he's, he, when, when, when he's from Alabama. About he, his favorite thing being watching children. It just causes me to say, <laughs> "Wow, that's odd." But he's the thing. Each his own. Each his own. Daniel, I just I, Daniel and Alex <laughs> are from Alabama, so they don't really have a lot of pro <laughs> sports. Well, Judge Roy Moore, I got you. Hold no, on, sure, hold okay, on. sure, uh, sure, sure. I got uh, you. I'm he's, from North Carolina. He's uh, rocking the NC hat, but yeah. it's where he lives right now. No, but no, I just temporary. <laughs> I just I love little league ball, and I've known plenty of guys that. I've had coaches that are essentially the beginning of the movie Morris Buttermaker. I've had coaches that hide beers like in the water cooler, like so they stay cold up there in the top. And it was, it just, it ends up being a really great thing to watch them end up caring about the kids and understanding the spirit of Little League baseball. So, yes, while this is a comedic pick, um, uh, Bad News Bears is a movie that, that I love because of the fact that it really does encompass by the end what the Little League experience should be about. All right, whatever. Uh, like, <laughs> you threw, every, look, you threw everybody funny. off when you said, I love watching children. You're like, I, now everybody's like, yeah, just, I love Little League ball, get man. over that. Uh, all right. Uh, Tos, what do you got for your number, your number three? So it's interesting as Sabon is talking about that and I'm thinking and he's describing his character. I'm like, oh my God, we just picked the same character, number three. But we didn't. But then as he continues to, to talk about uh, Bad News Bears, I'm thinking, oh my God, 20 years later, they wrote the exact same character as Buddyworth, uh, as Butterworth, as uh, Tom Hanks as Jimmy Dugan from League of Their Own. Yeah. I mean, he was the drunk. He was the, he was the star who was the washout, who was down on his luck and uh, Wrigley brought him in to be the, the the head coach of this women's baseball team while the men were all fighting World War II, and it was a joke to him. And he gave us one of the great movie lines of all time. There's no crying in baseball. I mean, you you could talk about great Mount Rushmore movie lines, and and there's a chance that that's actually in the conversation, um, uh, in my opinion, uh, certainly from a sports standpoint. But uh, you know, he was uh, an amazing. Uh, you know, listen, Tom Hanks is a fine actor, uh, and he Jimmy Dugan was just he played that role to a T the drunken, washed-up superstar uh, baseball player that had knee injuries and forced him out. He never achieved that level that he thought he would, so he turned to the bottle. He's given that uh, reclamation project to take advantage of these women. Women, are you kidding me? Women playing baseball? They don't cry in baseball. And he takes them and, and Dottie and, and, and the whole crew. I just thought it was a, it's a great uh, you know, re- resurrection tale uh, of just an individual that's tortured. It's also a great sports movie because it talks about a real thing that happened that a lot of folks don't know about, and that is the Women's Professional Baseball League that actually occurred back in World War II. Uh, and so, I, yeah, so I'm going to give Jimmy Dugan the fact that he cleaned his ass up uh, and that he was able to deal with these, uh, these, these, these uh, uh, menopausal women and uh, <laughs> went ahead and had them win in a league of their own, and now all the ladies hate me. This dude had to deal with Tank Girl. Yeah, he had I to, know, right? He had to deal with Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> I mean, holy shit, are you kidding me? Dude, Wait, that is a tough you, managerial thought, job. That is a very brutal 25 women bench. I thought I thought, I thought Rosie was Tank Girl. Are, are we talking about somebody else? <laughs> well, there you go. No, she was not, but she could have been, yes. <laughs> she was built like one. Oh, shit. What a dick. That's fucked up. No, no, no. All right. <laughs> um, listen, man, I got to be honest with you i love this movie a lot the reason i didn't pick jimmy uh he's in my honorable mentions is because he was a shitty coach for half the season 
You can't come he alive. Was. You can't come alive for half the fucking the second but half of the season. That was a reclamation season. project. He was in the bottle for half the season. Hey, I get you. I, I, I'm not saying that he I'm, could coach. And he got better, and it was he looked himself in the mirror, and he improved himself. Nearly. I'm not saying he wasn't. I'm not asshole. saying it wasn't a great story, and I'm not saying it wasn't a great movie, and it made for a compelling uh, viewers. I get it. I'm just talking about from yeah. a pure coach standpoint. You can't just coach. No you can't coach the second half of the season when your no when your star player has been the one coaching. What counts? Better that I co- coach the second half than the first half. They ended up winning, Neary. They won. Yes, How are you going to take a shot? Because of Dottie. True, true enough. They won't How, many of <laughs> How many baseball teams and NBA teams go on hot yeah. streaks after right. the All-Star break? The Florida Marlins of 2003 went on a crazy hot streak from like the third month in. They had the best record in baseball after having one of the worst. I mean, come on. But Mary. you know why? But you, but you know what the difference is? That Jack McKinnon wasn't a fucking fallout drunk the first half of the season. That didn't, Can I that tell didn't, you how that you know that for sure? You know that you know that it was Jack McKinnon? I am so impressed that you actually knew that. Holy shit. I'm a Marlins I fan. I bow to your knowledge. I'm an actual Marlins fan. If you would have asked me, I know I know two. I know three coaches in baseball at that time, and uh, one of them is Jack McKinnon, and we got Bobby we got Bobby in, 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 in Atlanta, and then Joe Torre in New York. That's it. You're, Anybody else? I'm fuck. Don't I don't know who the fuck. Bobby Cox, I don't, nice. That's it. That's it. I'm done. Um, Very impressive. All right, uh, Alex. What do we got for number three, brother? All right, guys. Uh, uh, another quick death uh, one here. Uh, Chubbs Peterson. Oh, yeah. Legit. Legit. Best Legit. golf. Peterson. Best another golf comedy. Best golf comedy movie of all time. Fact. Just exactly. Exactly. Like there's there's great golf movies like Legend of Bagger Vance is great greatest game ever played. But Happy Gilmore, you get Chubbs Peterson in there and he teaches a hockey player to win the PGA Tour. Basically, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, Chubbs Peterson, and then he dies because of the alligator again. Oh, so <laughs> like good. again, it's short depth, but. <laughs> It's a, it's a fantastic like, pick. He he literally teaches yeah, I mean, him how to how to fucking putt. Like that, that, that's a hard yeah. putting is the hardest thing in golf. Everybody will tell you that yeah. putting is the hardest thing I in golf. Well, I want to know where that putt putt course is because that thing is dope. <laughs> like I like putt putt. You know where you know where it's not, Alex. It's not in Tuscaloosa. Bet you that much. <laughs> that's true. It's not we where you are. We had one. We, before you were here, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you came and they're like, shut it down, shut it down. Uh, Chubbs well, Peterson, man. That's a, that's yeah, a fantastic no, I had, pick. I had Chubbs as an honorable Chubbs mention, Peterson. like uh, the, 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 the full circle of his, of his death because of the alligator hand. The fact that like great coaching is recognizing what somebody is good at and capitalizing on that. So getting the putter that looks like the hockey stick, like that. Uh, Make that him was huge. That was huge. Great Absolutely, mm. that's great coaching right there. Uh, <clears throat> fantastic. Not, you know, good pick. All right, my number uh, three is a role by one of the most iconic actors of all time. One of the most. Uh, this is this guy has earned praise. Um, he has. Uh, it's it's one of Gene Gene Hackman. We all know is one of the greatest actors of all time. So uh, to to say that to to say that he's been coach he's been a coach in a movie and me not put him on this list it would be a fucking crying shame. So my number three is uh, Jimmy McGinney from The Replacements. 
Oh, I thought you were going to go. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought you were going somewhere else with it. Uh, I was going oh, Hoosiers with that. I know you one. were. I, did too. I know you were, but yeah. I went with the better movie. So uh, <laughs> I went Jimmy McKinney. <laughs> oh, well, I'm not going to argue that. Jimmy McGinty I mean, and the replacement. No lie detected. <laughs> yeah, Look, no, I'll tell you right now, dude. That's my number two. That's my number two. Which one? Oh, so we need to table it. Jimmy McGinty. Or, yeah, we got to table it. Oh, we'll table it. Table it. Oh, we, you yeah, we're tabling it. You don't have to tell us what number it is, but yeah, yeah. All right. So, Jimmy. I'm sorry, I don't know how this is. No, nah, I, I got it. I got it. You good? Called me ten minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Jimmy. All right. So, our number threes were Marcus a Buttermaker uh, from Bad News Bear. Jimmy Morris. Du- I'm sorry. Morris Buttermaker. Mother, look. I swear to God, I wrote Morris, and it says, and I fucking, and I read Marcus. I wrote Morris down. All right. Uh, or Morris Buttermaker from Bad News Bear. Jimmy Dugan from League of Their Own. Charles Peterson from Happy Gilmore, and Jimmy McGinney from The Replacements. All right. Uh, round two. Dose the sequel to Uno. All right, uh, number two. What do we got? Uh, what do we got, brother? Uh, my number two was a guy that I thought was going to end up. I thought he was going to be my number one, but when I really went through kind of his history as a coach, I realized that not everyone he coached turned out to be so great. As a matter of fact, uh, at least one of them turned out to be outwardly awful and caused a lot of people, a lot of pain. And, uh, so I had to bump him down to number two, but my number two is Yoda. Um, Yoda, Yoda, not a coach in the typical athletic uh, realm, but Yoda very much a coach in the fact that there are multiple Jedi that he taught to be Jedi masters. He taught them. He taught them their, their craft. I mean, he coached them in how to do it. Uh, he is a life coach. I mean, he's, he's out here handing out lessons <laughs> on, um, on how to live your life. Um, you know, and wow. you, you, you can't, you can't, you can't be into revenge. Revenge leads to hate, hates the path of the dark side. I mean, these are valuable life lessons. These are the things that you're looking to get from a coach, especially when you're, you're young and you're, you're getting started into something as huge as being a Jedi. Like I said, I had to bump him down to number two because Count Dooku, of course, was a was somebody that Yoda coached, and he ended up just being outwardly evil. So, you know, he can't be number one when you've got somebody that you coach who just completely is terrible like that. But I think that outside of the realm of just traditional sports, I think that coach is a great word to describe Yoda. And uh, my number two is Yoda from the Star Wars franchise. Uh, Toast? Go ahead, Neri. Toast had his hand up. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I I mean, listen, I I understand where you're going with that. And I have, uh, I'm a huge fan of Star Wars, but there is nothing uh, sports about what Yoda did. He's not a, he's not a fucking coach in, in any sort of, uh, way he's a Jedi Master, which is a, which is more of an apprentice to an apprentice sort of a deal. It's not a coach in any way, and I don't even think that falls into what we're talking about. I'm sorry, I just met you, Debona, but that's bullshit. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't like you. I don't. 
I, I don't even know how to defend this pick because you go, all right, he's he's a life coach, I guess, but that you know. Uh, I mean, he 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 took somebody that had raw talent. No, no. And tried but to be it's clever, clever, and you're getting called out on it. You but tried it's, to be no, clever, look, but it's not and a sport. I knew I was going to get called out on it. I had I had a lot of fun with this list. I knew there were I knew there were a lot out there that a lot of people were going to say, and I decided to have a look. I knew I was going to get called out on this. I am not upset in the slightest. I get it. No. I decided to have just a ton of fun with this list. And that's why he's on here. But I mean, yeah. Can no, you give me his coaching coach. tree? Can you give me his coaching tree? Can you give me like who he has coached like directly <laughs> under him? Like who he, he has personally coached. Yeah, so yeah. Darth Vader. Darth no. fucking Vader. How about Calm that? Down. Darth Vader. No, no. Darth is a him. Darth no. is Darth is uh lies Obi-Wan on the Obi-Wan. Kenobi yeah. coached um Darth Vader. He coached Count Dooku. Right. He and he coached uh Luke Skywalker. Yeah. So he's so, I mean, well. he's he's batting fifty percent. Fifty percent. Fifty percent. So what sport do they play? <laughs> they don't play a sport, but he coached them. He took somebody with raw talent and taught them to be amazing at what they do. Yeah, okay, I mean it's uh, <laughs> look, look. I know. I, I get, get it, it right. I, I, I like I said. I decided to have some fun with this one because, honest to God. The reason that my list shook out the way it did is I'm I, I enjoy the occasional super motivational sports movie. I do. There, there's you know I, there's there's a ton of people that I made a list of that I could have gone with instead of the ones I went with. And because but and nobody's argued your other people, picks, nobody's argued your other right, two picks. Well, nobody's even talked about you. You picked uh, Will Smith's worst movie, and nobody said shit. We are like, all right, cool, and we moved on. This time you went so, and you put him at number two. Like if you would have put him at number four, you're like all right, fuck it, that's a waste pick. But you're like, all right. Um. It built the joke to save him till number two. <laughs> all right. Uh, number two, because it's a shit pick. Uh, all right. <laughs> Toast, what do we got for number two, brother? Well, my number two was the same as your number three, so we have to defend that. Uh, that that was the, the, the Jimmy, Jimmy McGinty. Jimmy McGinty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic job. Uh, no, you talk about it. Go ahead. You had a higher in your list, so you go ahead and talk right, about so it. So, yeah, so basically, I mean, listen, you're talking about a, uh, a washed-up coach who had a run-in with a star athlete, and he ended up, in, in this day and age, he, he ended up being the loser because you're going to stay with the guy that you're paying all the millions of dollars to. Uh, the NFL ends up going on strike. You bring him back in. Um, uh, I forgot the, uh, the owner's name, but, uh, you know, he's at the last legs of his career. And he wants to get one last winner in, and, he, uh, and so he brings in Jimmy McGinty, who takes a collection of literally, I mean, strip club bouncers and other sort of uh, just delinquents that have never made anything uh, when it comes to football outside of college, and he brings them together. They end up getting arrested. Uh, he's got the Seven Up guy in that freaking goddamn movie, and, uh, and <laughs> Orlando and, Jones, yeah, Orlando Jones, and which is probably possibly the best role he's ever had. And um, you know, just I mean, just he brings them all together, and they end up going ahead and making the playoffs as a scab scrub team. I mean, tipping over Keanu's uh, pickup truck in the parking lot. Uh, Jimmy McGinty, just a uh, just talking about bringing just. 53 individuals from complete separate walks of life. I mean, a gambler, a friggin' bookie, this and that, and bring a, a convict, bringing them together to win the division and make the NFL playoffs was just an amazing coaching job in my mind. 
He brought in John Favreau when he wasn't fat, which is I yes. think is a high. Is, uh, Get me the know. ball. Get me the ball, Neary. <laughs> Get me the ball. I got to the ball, coach. I got to the ball. I love that. You know that was one of my favorite scenes that is uh, during yeah. halftime when during halftime when they have the the uh, NFL's MVP back and it, they're, they're losing, and he says, "What do you need to win this game?" And he says, "More heart, My, yeah, miles and miles of heart." I was like, "Yeah, yeah." You can't you can't overestimate. Uh, you, you can't overstate the role that John Madden and Pat Summerall. It was the last movie they did together as an NFL uh, announcing uh, combination. And, I mean, for those of you that are young and don't realize, for the better part of 20 years, they were the A-team for CBS Sports NFL broadcast on Sunday afternoon. And the fact that you had them as a part of this and, you know, just them talking about what's happening in the huddle as it's happening, was just, it, 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 it put it over the top for me in terms of uh, both comedic. Now, granted, I will give you, when it comes to editing in a sports movie, it's one of the worst edited sports movies of all time. <laughs> I mean, there are inconsistencies in, in, in between first down and second down that never should have uh, gotten past the editing room, but they did. So you have to go ahead and just uh, love it for the characters, and the characters in this movie are so phenomenal that I, in my mind, I'm willing to overlook the sports inaccuracies, which normally are a big deal in a sports movie for me. But uh, if Replacements has so many inaccuracies that you have to just <laughs> overlook those, and just enjoy them for the pure character. Uh, Keanu Reeves, Gene Hackman, just, I mean, two of the greats. And it was a wonderful, wonderful movie, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree, man. I I, I totally agree. Gene Hackman uh, at his finest. Uh, if you would have retired after that movie and not after Welcome to Mooseport, it would have been a lot better, yeah. in, my, in my opinion. So, <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you remember that drives him crazy. I'm sure. Yeah, I think everybody does. Like, I would, If I were him, I would just Mooseport. come back for one more just to not have that as my last fucking movie. Just come back I for know. one more. I know. Uh, um, and I feel bad for Ray Romano. Like he's responsible for that. He's responsible for having that as be his yeah. last movie. That's on him. <laughs> yeah. That's on fucking At him. Least Ray Romano was able to come back with the Irishman uh, and have some sort of a respectable right? follow up. Gene Hackman's fuck. He's too old. He's crude. Don't you think he could have? He that movie's about old people. Don't you think Ray Romano could have right? fucking could've like? Him a bone. Hey, hey uh, Marty. You know I got a friend that I owe a favor to because I kind of fucked his career over at the end there. Um. Anyways, yeah. Jimmy McGinty, man, the replacements. I, I dig it. Uh, that was my number three. That's uh, Tosa's number two. Alex, what do we got, brother? What's your number All right, two? Number two. I'm getting a little bit more serious right now, but he's this guy's still pretty fucking ballsy. Uh, I went Herb Brooks from Miracle. Oh, that's... Uh, you, yeah, 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 yeah. Herb Brooks from Miracle. Nice. You look at his whole body of work. So let's start with the tryouts. He holds tryouts for one day. They were supposed to hold him for a week, and he just like, nope, fuck it. One day, I know my team. Screw the entire, like, U.S. Olympic Committee over. Ballsy. Then, it's the hell of a coach. Like, I mean, you look at what he did after, like, their scrimmage against Sweden or Switzerland or whatever before their match against Russia, and he made them run back and forth. And, like, the whole mental thing that he got going with the whole team the entire time was just amazing to me. It's like, I just heard Brooks. Yeah. He was speech before the Russia game. There it is. Yeah, that's what it's about. It's like yep. they, nine times out of ten. You were born for this. <laughs> But not this one. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, like, it's like his eyes are like drilling through my soul. I'm like, yeah, like yeah. Yeah. you, you want to get 
up in the middle of the night and go win a fucking hockey championship. Yeah, like you, 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 you listen to the "You were born for this" speech, and it's like, I'll, I'll throw on skates right now. I'll just kick every Russian's ass I know. Like, <laughs> the bona, the bona. You can't speak that way about our president. Um, all right, <laughs> you get it right? It's collusion. Uh, all right, uh, yeah, man. That's you know, it's funny when Toast earlier was saying, "Oh, they don't make, they don't." There's not that many hockey, uh, hockey movies. I was like, uh, there's a pretty fucking great one. There's a pretty great one. <laughs> there's a one there. Uh, I but, had it. Don't worry. Uh, but Herb Brooks, man. Uh, is it Brooks or Brooks? Bo- Brooks. Yeah, Herb Brooks, Brooks, uh, Brooks yeah. from uh, Miracle. Uh, fantastic. Almost made my list. Uh, if it wasn't for the fact that I really wanted to split it in between heartfelt, <laughs> serious picks and then like, you know, uh, a lighter tone. Uh, that's that's the reason yeah. why Herb Brooks did not make my list. But that's a fantastic pick. All right. My uh, number two. Should be uh, the only surprise here is not the franchise, but the person I chose. So if anybody's met me for more than 10 minutes, you would know that uh, there was going to be somebody from a Rocky movie of some sorts in this list. However, most people would think that I would go with Mickey. Not saying anything about Mickey. Not knocking him. Not knocking him. All right. All I'm saying is the one I went with is Rocky Balboa himself. All right. See, I I actually had pegged that you were gonna put Apollo from Rocky Three in there, mm. not Rocky himself. No, because Apollo trained, uh, even though he trained uh, Rocky and he and he did a fantastic job. Nobody's debating that Rocky was already a champion when he got to him. So he, he all he did was rebuild a cha- somebody who was already a champion. What Rocky Balboa did is got not one but two. No namers off the fucking street, and he built them up from the ground floor to become heavyweight champions in their sport. So he got not only did he get fucking uh, Adonis Creed in Creed One and Two, but he also got Tommy the Machine motherfucking the gun. Machine gun, <laughs> and he built them up out of fucking nothing, out of nothing. He got get going. You know, oh, you don't have a place to stay? I'll give you a fucking cot. Here we go. We're gonna and then just build them up. Got him a, a, a heavyweight championship. Also got uh, uh, Adonis Creed a championship. So to me, he's two for two. None of none of his uh, none of his uh, uh, um, apprentice uh, ever uh, killed millions of people and were completely dark. Uh, so that's a, a positive, right? He's not like doing that. Uh, he did end up. He, however, much like Yoda, he did have to take to the streets to kick Tommy Gunn's ass. He did, like he did. Yoda had to do to Dooku. You know, a lot of people talk shit about Rocky oh. Five, and granted, it's not. It's it's definitely. <laughs> not as good as the other movies in the series i'm not not saying that but that fucking fight you knock him down why are you trying knocking me down fucking oh my god i lose my shit lose my shit <laughs> so uh that's it that's my pick is rocky balboa and uh i put creed one and two but he also he, he was also a coach in uh in in uh, rocky five that's that's a that's a that's a great pick man and it's uh what makes the rocky pick really cool is if you're a fan of that franchise you watched him go from trainee to trainer like and you see the whole process and uh so it makes it even more heartfelt to watch him uh take these guys you know like tommy gunn who started off with nothing like he was and put him through that and turn him into something i like that pick a lot man all right so that's my pick brother um 
We got honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Uh, I'm going to go through it real quick on, on my social media. Uh, sorry about that. Um, I've got your Facebook page pulled up if you need it. Uh, no, that's fine. I got it. Mike Mercadal puts okay. in, no, in no particular order. Gordon Bombay from uh, Mighty Ducks. Tony D'Amato nope. from Any Given Sunday. Uh, Bud Kilmer from Varsity Blues. And Gus uh, Centrell from uh, back to, uh, Major League Back to the Minors. Uh, I have a, a real, I'm not, I, I don't know if any of you guys have this pick, and if you do, just don't mention it as your number one, but uh, Bud Bud Kilmer from Varsity Blues, John Voight's character, is an awful fucking coach. Oh, he's, yeah. He's awful. Oh, well, he's an awful human. No, no, no. Well, mm, he's an awful human being. No, high school coaches but... do not inject their players with shit and put them out on the field. <laughs> To fucking have you know to get injured more you know your your lineman Texas, just had a bro, fucking concussion Texas. your your it's lineman Texas. one just had a concussion you're gonna put him back in you know and uh, the Hall of Fame's based on wins and losses bro <laughs> uh, I guess there's no uh, there's there's no concussions in football I guess um, all right and let me see here I'm sorry about that uh, then we had uh, who do we have David Uyua, uh picked. Uh, who did he pick? Shit, it went on. All right, Daniel uh, Daniel Shea from the Little Giants, uh, Mr. Miyagi from the Karate Kid, uh, Mickey Goldmill from Rocky, and his uh, number one was Jimmy Dugan from A League of Their Own. Uh, Jeff Mercancini, uh had uh, from four to one had patches of Hooligan, who Hulahan from Dodgeball, Eddie Franklin from yeah. Eddie. Toss, you remember that movie Eddie? Nope. Uh, with uh, I don't know if I know the movie Eddie either. Yeah, yeah you do. It's the one with oh, Whoopi. That's the ski jump guy, right? No, 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 no. That's a way better movie than the actual movie that he picked. It's Eddie Whoopi Goldberg Eddie, where she coaches the New York Knicks. Oh God, I never saw that one. Yeah, she won a chance to coach the Knicks for one day. She was up in the stands and then she won, and then she did such a good job. The Knicks sucked in this movie, like they do in real life. Uh, the Knicks this sucked. Back in- when she was dating Ted Danson, he did blackface. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Yeah, right around that time. Uh, ah. So, uh, and then Billy Haywood from a league, uh, uh, little big league, and Gordon Bombay from the Mighty Ducks. John Evans picked uh, Jimmy Dugan from a league of their own. Mister Miyagi from Karate Kid. Chubbs Peterson from Happy Gilmore, and Bobby Finstock from Teen Wolf. Um, Dave Siegel picked uh, from four to one. Reggie from Slapshot, Molly from Wildcats, uh, Buttermaker from Bad News Bear, and Bobby yeah. Finstock from Teen Wolf. So, dude, I gotta throw props out to the Molly from Wildcats. Yeah, pick. I didn't even didn't even register for me, but oh, dude, that is an awesome, awesome movie. Uh, I, wow, yeah, no, uh, Wildcats. Alex has never heard of it. Alex movie. has never heard of it. Goldie Hawn no, is the not. football coach, and she is, gets thrown into. She's like a uh, a prep school, a uh, white you know preppy school sort of a track coach. Gets thrown in to be the football coach at an inner city high school, and so obviously the whole change of uh, scenery is, is quite significant for her. But like it, it dangerous is a great, great, great movie. Football. Yeah, did you go back? I mean, dude, it had to be in eighties. It had to be like 84, 85. Uh, but dude, it is a great, great high school football movie. Wildcats, a very cool cast too. If you go back and watch it, yeah, eighty six. You were very close. 
Oh, 82. All right, cool. There you go. Yeah. I know I was a, I was a young boy. That's a fantastic pick, though. It really is. It's a fantastic pick. Yeah, I mean, it really is. That's was, a great movie. I was four or five years old, but yeah, it's, I still remember watching it. Um, Wesley Snipes' first movie. Yes. There you go. You yeah, know what's funny? I was going to say, I was gonna, when he said it's a great cast, I was going to say, yeah. Wesley Snipes was in it, but I wasn't 100% sure, and I didn't feel, <laughs> I didn't feel like playing, is yeah, it racist? I'm right. like, oh, fuck. I'm like, mm, too racist. Um, all right, uh, DeBono, what do you got for your number, uh, for your honorable mentions? I'm sorry. All right. Honorable mentions is essentially the, if I'd taken this super seriously, um, what my list would be. Irv Blitzer from Cool Runnings. Um, I think is a great redemption story. I think it goes a long way at the end, you know, just an impeccable actor and John Candy, Sam Winters from the program, um, played by James Caan, just incredible, incredible movie. Like whenever people talk, like whenever people want to talk, like remember the Titans and varsity blues, I'm like, well, have you seen the program? Oh no. Well, okay. Well then you need to go watch that. And then we can keep talking. Um, Mickey Goldmill from Rocky and uh, Tony D'Amato from Any Given Sunday. Uh, that that that's probably who would have ended up being my list if I had taken it super super deary, super seriously. Yeah, uh, that would have been a better list. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Toast. What do we got for uh, what do we got? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm along with uh, Debona. I would have thrown uh, Tony D'Amato from Any Given Sunday plus the South Florida angle in there. Also for me, Lou Brown for Major League. I almost put him in over Tom Hanks or Jimmy Dugan for League of Their Own. I mean, Lou Brown, just just a phenomenal character in, in, to, to kick off that franchise. Uh, but my number one that I, I – and also I would give uh, love to uh, Trey Wilson from Bull Durham, Joe Riggins. Uh, but but uh, wait, before the, the you get – your number one honorable mention, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right, my one, number one honorable mention, I probably would have gone with – if I was doing it all just on – if I took the team out of the aspect, I would have given it to Mr. Miyagi uh, because just the, the coaching job he did with Daniel Sun, uh, just one-on-one, but it wasn't a team aspect. So I go ahead and give him uh, props on that one. So you call Mr. Miyagi a coach, but not Yoda. Because karate's an actual sport, yeah. buddy. Karate's an actual thing. <laughs> That's a fucking sport. A they don't have, a li- they don't have lightsaber fights in, Olympic, in, the, in the Olympics, man. Yoda and Mr. Miyagi are the same damn character. They're not the same damn thing. Um, <laughs> one's a puppet and one's a karate master. Doesn't make them not the same character. Uh, all right, Alex, what do you got for honorable mentions? Honorable. <laughs> mentions uh i also had Irv blitzer in there uh from cool runnings um you know every jamaica's got that bobsled team nobody that's awesome like but i just um, saw i just saw it like i just i literally just saw it three weeks ago like you know you don't have to sell me really? this. I, I i you really don't have to sell me <laughs> I, i'm fucking in i'm literally uh, in i just i'm in. done done um and then so i split my my four picks between half joking half serious so if I had two extra series, I would have taken Don Haskins from Glory Road. Um, you know, high school women's great coach, story, uh, NCAA champion, yeah. Five black right? starters in the yeah. Wait, wait, wait! Riley's Kentucky team. It's uh, uh-huh. it's, and it led to so many things. Like Adolph Rupp ended up right? recruiting the first black kid to play at Kentucky because of that, and like it's so much. All right, so this isn't my it joke. Was the this, Rosa Parks this, of sports movie. This was this was this was my joke because there's a comedian that said this, and I don't remember his name, so I'm sorry, but I just pointing it out that it's not my joke, but it's a, it's a valid and it's, it's an astute note. 
how can they be an underdog team if they're the only team that are starting all five black players? I don't understand how they are the <laughs> no one underdog. Had done that at the time. No one had done that at yeah, the time. Yeah, but they're still not the it, underdog. It, it, they're just the only smart ones. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> but no one had ever seen a team of five black uh, players. Oh, no, play. no. I'm not they saying that it was I'm not saying that it was common. Be. I'm not. It obviously wasn't right. commonplace. I'm just saying they should not have been the underdog. That Bro, in Vegas, they're always going to vote for the blue blood as the favorite. It, it, I mean, yeah. that, that's just, I mean, it's Kentucky they basketball. Had, they had no reason well. to vote against Kentucky right? from a Duke I mean, fan. Jesus, right? Also, a 49er yeah. fan. What a that, loser. That Kentucky, yeah. that Kentucky team also had Pat Riley. So, uh, respect. Yeah, yeah. 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 Respect. Yeah. Um, um, all right. I had Don Haskins. And then one more I had, uh, Billy Oates. Remember the Titans. All right. There you go. All right. My honorable mentions, uh, they've all pretty much uh, been mentioned. Uh, The only one that had not been mentioned is Coach Gaines from Friday Night Lights. Uh, And I I absolutely fucking love that movie. The only problem with Coach Gaines and Friday Night Lights, the film, is that Friday Night Lights, a TV show, is a far superior product. So I did not, and because I didn't want to go into a TV show and I didn't want to do that, I didn't know we were going to be bringing Yoda into this bitch. Apparently, I could have fucking put a fucking web series in this bitch and it would have been more fucking appropriate. Um, But but yeah, Coach Gaines from Friday Night Lights, I, I, I fucking loved him. I thought he was fantastic and and uh, so that, that's uh, all the other, all my other honorable mentions have already been mentioned. So there's no need to go into that. All right, let's get it going. Round one. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. No Do it. Do it. Come on. Come on. All right, Debono, what do we got, man? Who do we got uh, for no, Jiminy right. Cricket? Is it Jiminy Cricket? Who the fuck do we got it's for number Jiminy, one? It's Jiminy Cricket. Um, <laughs> he really, I mean, to be somebody's conscience and coach them through. No, my, my number one, I, I tabled it way back at number four. Um, it's, you know, probably the most serious of my picks. Uh, my number one is Lou Brown from Major League. And I know you had him at number four, so you're probably gauging that number one is a little too high for him, but no, no, Lou no, I'm Brown, not seeing the rest of your list. This is really the like, fucking one I like. So go ahead. Keep going yeah. with this. <laughs> I mean, Lou Brown is Lou Brown is, is that base, baseball coach that, um, I'm, I'm buddy. I can't right now. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lou Brown is that baseball coach that like you wish you had. Like he's he's not super athletic, uh, but that's a guy that's a tire salesman. Yes, but he <laughs> but he loves the game. He loves everything about the game. He genuinely cares about his players. Um, you know, like you said, doesn't you know? He's a take no shit kind of guy. This is a guy who's going to manage from the, the hospital bed if he has to. This is a guy who's going to put the best players on the field even if that, you know, even if that means benching the older guys. This is a guy who's just he takes what he does so seriously that he has a heart attack. Um he takes a ragtag group of guys um that their owner is outwardly trying to make them lose and motivates them to the playoffs. And he's you know, the just he's great with the motivational speeches. He's got that awesome voice. And um this was like the one that that I knew immediately. Like all jokes aside, as soon as we decided to do this, 
I immediately knew that my number one was going to be Lou Brown because I, this is a guy that I wish had been my baseball coach. Like he's a great sense of humor, fired up about the game, just absolutely spectacular at what he does. And I love Lou Brown. Yeah, he he was fantastic. I loved I loved everything about him. I loved the fact that he made uh, he made uh, what's his name uh, do push ups every time he hit a pop pop up. Uh, I, I, I thought it was yeah great. Uh, yeah Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. <laughs> I look man. I never uh, shocker to most people. I never played any sports that weren't on a video game. Uh, so uh, I never played any sports for an actual organ organized team. Like I played basketball every day of my life when I was a kid for like fucking fifteen years. But I didn't. I never played for an actual team. Uh, but watching the these coaches, you go, fuck, I wish I would have been in the locker room. I, I don't know how realistic any of this shit is or how not realistic any of these movies are when it comes to the coaching in the locker room atmosphere. Uh, but I know watching Lou Brown, I'm like, yeah, he no gives no shits. He gives it to you straight. I love the fact that that was, I've always responded well to people like that. I just, I'm going to just be honest with you and just tell you the fucking truth. And uh, I, I, yeah. I love Lou Brown, man. So you don't got to sell me on that. Well, go ahead and fuck him. <laughs> I would, sir, but he's passed on. I don't even know if that. He has. I don't, has he? I don't even know if he has. <laughs> yeah, he did. He passed on, yeah. All right. Well, you're an asshole. Uh, all right. So, uh, uh, Toast, what do we got for our number one, brother? So, yeah. I mean, a couple of you guys have mentioned him uh, earlier than number one, number two, I believe. But I don't understand how this is even debatable. Um, the the number one answer for a top coach in a, in a sports movie is Irv Blitzer from Cool Running. I mean, John Candy legitimately took four guys from Jamaica that had never seen snow, never seen snow, and he actually had them become competitive in the Winter Olympics in bobsledding. And just so going from not knowing anything about a sport to actually being competitive in it over the course of 90 minutes of a movie, I don't understand the fact that it's based on a true story. I don't understand how Irv Blitzer... Is it just going ahead and looking at all of you and just crapping on your faces and saying, are you fucking kidding me? And no offense to Debona, but what the fuck is with the wallpaper in the room that you're in right now? God damn, bro. It's been an hour and I can't handle it anymore. It's, it's just, it's the wallpaper that was in my kitchen when I bought the house, man. And uh, the kitchen is just falling farther and farther down the list of renovations. Uh, you know what? To be honest with you, to be in all fairness, I've thought that myself for weeks now, and I was like, I, I, I look. You know what it looks like? It looks like it would be, uh, like Pam and Jim's house where there's a clown painting that won't come off. It looks yeah, like that's what. Uh, like I that's, figured he was in the bathroom right now. I figured you're in the uh, bathroom. It's uh, it's 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 my kitchen, and not only have you brought it up, but it's been brought up on the podcast, and uh, I host a virtual trivia night right now, and they've brought it up too. Well, there you go. Sorry yeah. about that. We're taking a dump. All right, so uh, your what was your number one again? Yeah, it was from it Cool Running. Blister, John Candy from Cool Running. Yeah, no, uh-uh. Cool Running. Sorry, right. uh, look, man. Like I said, I had I had him as an honorable mention, and like I said, if I'd been super serious about my list, he'd probably be my number four. I completely agree with everything you said, and um. I didn't know until well after I'd seen Cool Runnings that it was like based on a true story. True story I thought yeah. it was just a movie. And all, and and so it was. It was years and years after I saw it. Before, I was like, "Holy, these are real people!" And the fact that it was one of his last movies, and 
I don't know about you guys, but John Candy is always going to have a special part in my heart as a comedic oh, yeah. actor. Yeah, he's, he's, just, he's one of my I mean, all-time everything favorites. Everything he was ever in was yeah. just all, so I always am going to have him a bit above uh, above everybody else just because of who he is. But yeah, and that being one of his last movies, I thought he that was just spectacular. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I agree, brother. I agree. He's uh, he was uh, fantastic in it. He like he does in everything. Uh, he's one of my fa- all time fam- uh, favorite comedic actors of all time, uh, and he could get serious too, dude. Uh, what he did in playing yes, strange, what he did in playing strange and automobile, strange and automobile. Oh. I will have a debate with you that that's one of the greatest movies ever made, hands down. Genre, non-specific. I uh, mean, dude, he was a serious actor in that movie. He did that scene. I mean, if, oh. it, if it doesn't get to you when no, he no, talks about I care, you're yeah, a uh, piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you if you if you don't feel anything yeah. for that scene. It you're was fantastic. Uh, okay, all right. <laughs> We're going out the deep rails. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but the, the, here's the thing with the Jamaican bobsled team. Uh, it's loosely based on that. Like, it's there's a lot of. Yeah. I mean, no, they a took a, of, they yeah. took a lot of liberties. <laughs> I know this because I was watching it three weeks ago. I was able to fucking uh, Google it and be like, "Oh, okay, this doesn't look right." Um, <laughs> but it, it it is pretty great, man. Uh, all right, so um, all right, and then um, Alex, what do you got for number one? Dubona, I'm really disappointed in you that because the amount of times that we've agreed about this movie and like how great it is, I know. Coach Carter. Oh, wow. Coach Ken Carter. I I didn't say it during honorable mentions because as you hadn't said it yet, I knew he was going to be your number one, so I didn't say it during honorable mentions. man. No, it's a fantastic pick, dude, and a great, great movie. I will say this: Wait, that is probably no, the second, the second thing, that, the second person that popped into my mind when we came up with the topic was Coach Carter. He's a fantastic coach. Like, took these kids from nothing, kicked kicked Timo off the team, brought him back, kicked him off again. Cousin died, came back again, made the playoffs, and then you see at the end of the movie, like all, like the majority of them ended up getting scholarships or grants or had. Good lives after that, and that's a movie that's also based on a true story. Yes, so yeah. fantastic! I, I I love that pick. I love the I love what the the mindset where when he first got there, he was just conditioning coach. He wasn't even doing any basketball drills, and then they mm-hmm. couldn't understand why. And like literally during the game, during the fourth quarter, he, he's like, "Look over at their bed. What, what do you see?" Yeah, they're breathing hard. Are you? How are you guys feeling? Good. All right, let's keep fucking going. I, I, I yeah. you know, great pick, man. Great fucking pick. Not gonna argue that. It's, I think it's a fantastic. Uh, yeah, like choice. I said, when, when when he hadn't said it yet, I knew it was gonna be your number one, so I left him off my honorable mentions because it is a spectacular movie. I'm just so disappointed in you. Look, at, dude, look at my list. Coach Carter doesn't fit in with these four. Yeah, he's an actual coach of an actual it's sport. Samuel Jackson. <laughs> it's Sam Jackson. He fits in anywhere. Put Mace Windu on here. I'll tell you, there's one that surprises <laughs> me that none of us brought up, and that is uh, Coach Herman Boone, Denzel Washington from uh, okay. Remember the Titans. Can I, I be honest Bill with you? Yost in the honor- I said Bill Yost in the honor- Oh, you did? Okay. All right. All right. But I. I had to pick between. I wanted to pick between Yost. It was Will Patton. All right, I got you. Oh, <laughs> I, 
mainly I went with Yost because he just had the lot. Wait, wait, right, right, right. Okay, I got you. You know, like so the white guy from Alabama chose the white coach instead of the black coach. Yeah, All right, that's yeah. Fine. Right. He went with the white coach instead of the black coach. That's yeah, cool. because you know uh, he went yeah. with the assistant coach instead of the yeah. instead of the head coach. Because you know, he was, that's right. Just give me one second. How do I turn the camera off? <laughs> uh, that's, that's, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Um, yeah. Look, here's the, here's here's the thing, bro. Uh, I because of the fact that I've done. Like anytime there's a movie that says oh based on true events or based on, I I I'm that fucking dude even at the movie theater where I'll just pull up my phone and see like I don't want to and I'm not doing it to disprove the movie I'm doing it because I want to see how close they got it like I I don't I'm never that guy that's like that's bullshit that's blah. but I've heard so many fucking uh, reports that the real life coach uh, that Denzel played was a straight up asshole and if anything he was the racist one uh, and they said that after the movie came out. It like made him a fucking celebrity again, right? Obviously, and a lot of people said that it, it, the movie uh, showed him as the guy that he wanted to be. And he later on in life started like becoming that guy. He became a guy that was a guy playing a guy trying to be him. It was a whole weird thing. But a lot <laughs> of people, Robert Downey Jr. from uh, yeah. Tropic Thunder, thing. yeah, but. Um, so it left me with a bad taste in my mouth. Uh, and plus, that movie came out like right around the time. Uh, maybe not right around the time. But when that movie came out, everybody held it as the best football movie of all time. And I was like, I don't. you guys no haven't way. seen Friday yeah, Night no Lights, way. so I'm out. Um, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, I, I, Coach Carter, fantastic pick. Love the, uh, love the pick. I think it was awesome. Uh, my number one. Uh, is uh, somebody who is not only uh, not only did he coach, not only did he get, uh, not only was he a coach in an actual sport, um, but he uh, he was uh, he was also a life coach and taught and taught life lessons to his pupils. So my number one is Mr. Miyagi from the Karate Kid. Uh, anybody who could teach you karate from learning how to sweep with a fucking broomstick or fucking or learning how to fucking defend yourself by you know painting the fence or fucking waxing the floor, uh, fuck yeah. Fuck or yeah. stacking rocks yeah. and making them balance. It sounds like your pick is also Yoda. No, my pick is Mr. Miyagi <laughs> that coaches in a fucking actual sport for competitive reasons, right? And in part two, for life reasons, because it was life and death in part two. Uh, so, uh, yeah, actual sport, brother. Actual sport. He's an actual so coach. surprising coming from the only one of the four of us that I know for a fact has watched Cobra Kai. Yeah. Oh, fuck. You haven't watched Cobra Kai yet? Dude picked it on his best streaming series. That's episode. right. We did an episode about best streaming series, and it was my fucking number <laughs> yeah. one with a bullet. I don't give a fuck. All I love right, Cobra Kai. There you dude. go. Um, mm-hmm. It's not in black and white. Why don't you watch Cobra Kai? I don't understand, Toast. Why don't you fucking watch it? Why am I going to do Cobra Kai? Give me a break. <laughs> it's fucking I'm not gonna great. I'm going to watch a, a Karate Kid remake. Why not? It's fi- it's not a remake. It's because a fucking it's sequel. If anything, if anything, it's not as good as it was. Give me a break. It, but you haven't seen it, so I mean that's dumb to say but that. I got, but I can, I can go ahead and say by the lack of awards that it's won, that it's not as good as the original. But it's a it's a YouTube show, so it's not going to win any fucking thing. But it know. still hasn't won like any sort of Emmy awards or Webby's? whatever. Yeah, like it's, you know, yeah, whatever bunch, the fuck they get for YouTube. Tubies, I don't know. It won it won a bunch of tubies. Uh, so a, a bunch of tubies. Yeah. yeah. Good. So Mr. Miyagi, uh, from uh, the Karate Kid is my number one. Uh, so we only had did we have one or two duplicates? 
Um, I think Lou Brown might have. No, wait. Uh, uh, replacements was a duplicate. Too. Lou Brown yeah. and Jimmy uh, McGinty was. Uh, those are duplicates. So our final mountains need two more because Lou Brown. Where is this down? Uh, so we need two more. We got um, uh, Herb Brooks from Miracle, uh, Rocky Balboa, uh, what else? Chubbs Peterson, uh, Jimmy Dugan, uh, Morris Buttermaker. I said it. I said it right this time. Hey, Morris Buttermaker. Uh, who else? Uh, Patches of Hulahan and uh, uh, Phil Weston and Reggie Dunlap. So who do you guys? Um, anybody want to make an argument? I think. Well, I think if uh, if if we if we split the difference on comedic and super serious picks with uh, with the end game here, um, Patches Ahulahan was on a list on a um, uh, couple of web lists, my honorable mentions list. I had it, I had it for. Um, so if if we wanted to have a, I mean, I guess Lou Brown is for major league, so that's a comedic one. Honestly, if I'm going to pick one off somebody else's list that I think should make the final mountain, it's the coach from Miracle. Um, I think because I, I think that's a just a stellar pick, and like we said, that that you know, yeah, nine times out of ten monologue, you, you want to run through a wall after you hear that thing. I, I'm good with that one making the final. I don't like the fact that that one's like based on like such a real story. I okay. like I like the fact that you got some fiction in some of these. You know, I mean, I, I like Rugs. Yeah, he couldn't cut it in the NHL though. Yeah. <laughs> It's like Jimmy. Uh, it's like Jimmy from you know. League of Their Own. I like that pick because it's like girls playing baseball. That's not real. So I, 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 I want to. <laughs> <be> on... <laughs> um, Rocky as a coach. I don't is... think you can have a, a top four and not have Mickey be a part of it. Mickey who? From Rocky. But who's, who's who? He wasn't on anybody's he list. He wasn't though. on anybody's list. Honorable mentions don't count. He wasn't he was on only honorable mentions. He's the reason but... that Rocky knows everything that he knows. He wasn't but on anybody's Rocky... list. He gotta be on his fault. It's your fault for being asshole. We did see Rocky train. You didn't put him on your list either, yeah. big guy. Said, Don't put this on me. He had four. You had to If he was literally, if he was this on your on list, you. we'd be Just like, all right, you hate that's a old good people. Pick. Don't go blaming it on me. Yeah, <laughs> I know you want everyone to die. Who is on my list? He's five hundred years old. Yeah. Um, you, you. I mean, uh, Toast. If but, uh, you, you had plenty of time to pick him. I don't understand why you could have. You could have. You could have put him on your list. He happens to be number two on the on the Google list that I pulled up in front of me, <laughs> and no one picked him. Nobody. Um, I, Rocky. Rocky. I think is a solid pick. Watching him go from being the nothing kid to raising two nothing kids to champs. If uh, so, I think that seeing his whole story gives him an advantage over a lot of people. Um, because we've been exposed to Rocky the coach over three movies and Rocky the character over eight movies, right? Right. Uh, so, five, six, seven so far. No, no five, eight, 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 Rocky Balboa and two Creed movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Rocky, I'm I don't just think Rocky lost choice. a lot of the, those movies to be uh, in the top four. But uh, I think. I, I look. I he think didn't lose, he didn't lose any move. As, as a coach, Rocky did not lose anything. It's not talking, but just as his career, he's not an undefeated heavyweight fighter. Wow, he lost thirteen he matches because he lost thirteen matches he lost as a fights, fucking heavyweight. Bro. As a he heavyweight, lost some of us nearly expect perfection in uh, in our coaches. Some of us just look for mediocrity. That's okay. you. That's me. That's the. Difference. You literally said Jimmy Dugan was shit the first half of the season. <laughs> 
and that's 50% of his but coaching career. Project, Gary. He found himself. He looked in the mirror. He realized that he was an imperfect human being, and he became better. 50% of his career was shit. He was running around the dugout and you're giving, had all this optimism in his eyes. He said, you know what? It's okay to cry in baseball. Rocky got cancer. And beat and it, sir. Still, and beat and it. still coach the championship. Yeah, but his wife hates him. <laughs> His Ooh. wife is dead, sir. His you speak. Yeah, but she hated him before she died. No, she, she didn't. Lost her. No, yes, she did. Absolutely did. And her brother, <laughs> fucking him too. I mean, come on. Her brother's only Rocky. employed an alcoholic. Oh, because he's of a Rocky. goddamn criminal. I say we go with Rocky and Patches O'Houlihan. Oh, stop it. All right, anybody have any? I, I second the Rocky pick. Uh, not just because it's my pick, but I legitimately think it's a great pick. Uh, Patches. Patches, uh, patches, you have a problem? Uh, toast. Anybody else want a second patches or Hulahan? Sure. <laughs> all right. I mean, it, it, like I said, it was on somebody's list, and we all lit yeah. up and laughed about like it and enjoyed it as a pick. I mean, that was me. This is a uh, <laughs> this is a weird list. Uh, so we yeah, have. He's just so he's just so it's funny, and he's like in and out in the most comedic time. All right, uh, so we have uh, our final mountain is Lou Brown, uh, Jimmy McKinty, uh, Rocky Balboa, and Patches of Houlihan, uh, which this is I, one of the goofiest oh, yeah. final list ever. <laughs> that's, awful. that's awful. Can I just tell you? Can I just tell you that uh, I was one pick away from having a perfect mountain. Patches of Houlihan is the only one. Had that had that been fucking uh, uh, Mr. Miyagi, I would have had a perfect mountain. But whatever. Let's uh, let's go. Patches of Houlihan has no business on the top four. It was a big sport. He was coaching a big sport. At least it was an actual was sport. At least it was an actual Look, sport, and not fucking. It's not an actual sport. Dodgeball is not a real sport. It's, it's not a real sport. There's no professional dodgeball organization that we watch on ESPN every Saturday night. First of all, first of all, it's a real sport compared to uh, Yoda and his fucking lightsaber. <laughs> so that's, Yoda, that's yeah. Star Wars crap. Yeah. it doesn't compare to, Jim, to, to to Mr. Brown and to Jimmy McGinty. I, I'm with you. Hey, hey I, picked, I picked those other guys too. I'm with you. Uh, all right, so those, those are <laughs> a hater. You're a hater. Those are our mountains. I'm with you, fucker. I literally, I'm with you. I picked one of those pictures. Why am I even here? I should be asleep right now. Uh, anyways, uh, thank you guys for checking us out. Uh, Toast, we're going to hear you promote your podcast. That's already super fucking popular. Uh, so promote that shit. Yes, you can uh, search Paul Castronovo show or Orange Bowl Boys. The Orange, you can hear me on the Orange Bowl Boys is a fucking yes. dope ass podcast. I'm not a college football fan, but I love hearing Toast and his fucking two friends talk. It's real and real you. talk and in all honesty it's a sports it's a sports podcast about you know centered around the 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 university of miami the hurricanes but they especially toast does not play fucking favorites if they suck nope. he is one to fucking say oh, yeah. they fucking suck years. and he goes off <laughs> on fucking the deep end about how bad their coaching is being or how bad the receivers are being and, and i fucking love that there's no as much of a, as a homer as he is because he went to the university oh. of miami he is still fucking brutally honest. Next time, Neary. Neary, next time I swallow. All right. So he's. Br- I, you got to check them out. Orange Bowl uh, Boys, the OBB podcast. Check them out. They're fantastic. Uh, check out uh, um, uh, the Bona on the what other podcast. What you po- got? On what you got. You got What You Got podcast, which is available on the Geek Bro Network, which is geekbro.net. Check that out. Uh, Alex, where, you do the you do the um, the trivia with, with the Bona? Uh, no, not really. Uh, you can find it. <laughs> I just don't promote his Instagram. I, I play trivia with the bonus, but that's not really. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Oh. 
Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Alex from Houndstooth. Uh, we're at Houndstooth Sports Bar. I run the Houndstooth Instagram. If you want to find us, it's Houndstooth C-Town on Instagram. Um, currently a master's student at University of Alabama, graduating in December. Somebody hire me. I got an undergrad in communication studies and the master's in sports business management. Smart as hell. Give me a shot. Just not reflected by your picks. Uh, so thank you guys for checking us out. Make wow. sure to go to Geek Pro. Make sure to go to geekbro.net. <laughs> Make sure to go to geekbro.net. Check out the other podcasts on the part on the Geek Pro Network, including Better Let Me Tell You, uh, What's Up, Bro, uh, The Layer, and uh, Child Like at Best with Mike Valdez. You guys are doing great. Uh, that's how lists are made. <laughs>